What? How? How did that happen? I don't, know. I don't trust so that. Fast. I want to like stop yeah, and restart yeah. it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> We're just having such a good time over here. What a great time. Over here at Brian's house. Yeah. 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 Brian here has only seen a couple episodes <laughs> of the DCAU. Just a couple. And 45 I've seen of them. A whole, not Brian, Brick or whatever. Brick. What's my name? Uh, we passed 10,000 listens on the podcast on Anchor. I Whoa. forgot to mention. Whoa. That was pretty cool. That's Which a lot. Which doesn't include all the Pod Tower listens. So yeah. Wow. I don't know what roughly 200 ish times 45 is. Two, 200 Eight, times 45. 900? Two, 200 times 45? 9,000, I mean. Would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Like 8,000. I can't. I really can't math. Yeah, that hi. That's Maddie's cup of yelling tea is still at, at, the, at the thing. Yeah, good for you, Maddie. <laughs> We're gonna start this episode of the podcast. How, what do you, what do you think? What <laughs> should we do? It should we do the podcast? Oh, should we do the podcast? That's what I'm asking you. Yeah. Okay. Are we you're, me or the listener? Have you got everything bagel stuff in your teeth? I do. I got a little poppy seeds. Poppy seeds in my teeth. You got one right in the dead center. Top oh, do tooth. I? Yeah. Where I need a big knife to get it out. All right. This is. I hear Scarlowe's got a knife. <laughs> He's in Australia. Do we have any actual legit Australian listeners? Like, if you're not being a fake Australian, right in <laughs> tell us. You're not posing as an Australian. This is, I think, single handedly the weirdest start we've had to an episode. <laughs> it was very unnatural, yeah. Yeah. We kind of sauntered in from our prior conversation and started. <laughs> we did. And then we you hit the record button with lightning speed and <laughs> it stopped and started immediately. I don't know. It's anyway. A weird time. Hi everyone. We're watching Batman the Animated Series episode The Laughing Fish today. I can't wait to laugh. Or fish. I could wait to fish. Or the. I could the. This is the 33rd episode produced. And the 46th to Ooh. air. Uh, now, I will say, we have officially, it, it, to my, to my uh, definition of this that I'm arbitrarily making up, okay. we have switched into season two of Jump on the Batwagon. <laughs> <laughs> How I'm Can doing I make this. an assumption? Uh, okay. They're going to change the intro. No. Oh. Well, okay. We're, we're going to change the song. No. <laughs> how I'm how I'm personally separating the seasons of this podcast. For one, we've passed the year mark of when we started putting out episodes of the podcast. Are you serious? Yes. And for two, we are now in January 10th, 1993. We skipped 46 days. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm counting like a season of this podcast as like a year of DCAU episodes airing. So. Oh, my God. And that yeah. takes us longer than a year. And, not, and by like not a full year, I mean a calendar year. So yeah. we had 19, our 1992 season, and now we're in our 1993 season. And it takes us longer than a calendar year for us to do. Yes. <laughs> to do wow. September... What, like 15th or something? Through January. Through January 10th, yeah. <laughs> Ending in November. But just think of all of the Batman episodes that we've watched since around this, time, like, June-ish last year hmm. was just almost every day from September through November of one year. 
and you're just a kid going, ah, new episode. That's <laughs> every a good day. point. Okay. Yeah, I get that. So you didn't have any any time to comprehend what's going on or And have then you opinions. just had a whole like a whole lot of nothing. Mm-hmm. There was just like sounds of tumbleweeds. Forty six days of sadness. Although who, we don't know if maybe there's. Can you make that the subtitle? For <laughs> Forty-six the days of sadness. I haven't even watched the episode yet. <laughs> the laughing fish, or forty-six <laughs> days of sadness. Fifty. There was a joke a couple 50. episodes ago. Did where we guys, when I said fifty a, a lot. <laughs> this episode was written by Paul Dini. Hey, who wrote the story for Pretty Poison and everything written for Heart of Ice, Joker's Favor, Mad as a Hatter, Almost Got Him, and Joker's Wild. So far, kind of a mix of okay, bad, and good episodes. Yeah. Emmy Award winning and also Mad as a Hatter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Directed by Bruce Timm. Okay. Also directed Heart of Ice that Paul Dini wrote. Uh, Music by Shirley Walker, the the main title theme arranger. Uh, who is the supervising composer or composer on every single episode of the show. Oh. So, like, if her name's not credited for composing the music, she's still in charge of the music composers, so she's there every episode. And animation by Dong Yang. Joker's Favor, Nothing to Fear, Appointment in Crime Alley, Eternal Youth, Two-Face Part 2, I've Got Batman in My Basement, The Forgotten, The Cape and Cowl Conspiracy, Perchance to Dream, Night of the Ninja, Tiger, Tiger, sorry, Twiger, Twiger, Almost Got Him, Terror (laughs) in the Sky, and His Silicone Sewell. A.K.A. Uh, Beatles, uh, Silicone, mm -hmm. Rubber, Soul. Beatles. Thanks, Super Luigi 64. Great meme on the tweeters. (laughs) I did like it. We liked it. Um. Yeah. So Paul Dini, Bruce Tim, Shirley Walker, Dong Yang. I feel Some like that's a pretty good co- uh, combination. Yeah. You know. I so I I'm already feeling like this is probably going to be a pretty good episode. Mm-hmm. And I have another reason to think that. Other Why than is that, Brian? Do tell. Because we have with us in the studio. Not in the studio. No. no. Keen machine. Keen machine. We'll be with us in about forty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I will message him on Instagram as soon as we're done watching the episode and be like, come on in, baby. Yeah, we're realizing, again, we're, we're still ironing things out. Mm-hmm. We think the sound is going to be a million times better. Sure. At least Brian and I. <laughs> yeah. But hopefully, Keen Machine as well. But, uh, you know, when we get guest listeners, I feel like, again, with the timing. And it timed out to re- where we were going to be in person and Keen Machine had... Uh, specifically requested the laughing fish a few weeks ago, so yeah, it worked out. It worked out great, and we don't work out. I work well, not as much since my injuries. I haven't worked out <laughs> since pre-baby, so it shows. I know you really got to lose your baby weight. I gotta stop eating so many bagels. I'm about to eat another bagel while we watch Are this you? episode. Hell yeah! You know? I think I'm not gonna double down on bagels. No, I had three dinners last night. Two bagels, and this I'm gonna have two bagels today. Why not? Why not? <laughs> do you want to go watch yeah, the laughing let's do, fish? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Well, he's not out to poison people. This diluted toxin only affects fish. Maybe he's trying to make us all die from disgust. They're mini and funny and oh so delish. They're joyful and jolly fish. Say, Mom, wondering what to feed the family tonight. What'll I feed the family tonight? Arr, try me famous joker fish. They're smiling smelt, giggling grouper, and happy haddock. This could cause a stampede to pork. Yummy, yum, yum. Eat it. Uh, Mr. J, I 
have this little problem with fish. Yum, yum, yum! Yes, friends, that's joker fish. <laughs> Tasty, tempting, and of course... Naturally, naturally low, low in cholesterol. Coming to your local store. Just as soon as that nasty old Mr. G. Carl Francis decides to give me my legal cut of the province. Change the channel. <laughs> it's on every station. Get a trace on that signal, now. I hope you've changed your mind, Mr. Francis, because I haven't changed mine. <laughs> Greetings, listener. We are here with our favorite <laughs> listener and the only listener that is ever allowed to be on the podcast from now on. It's Keen Machine. I'm pressing the applause button. You can't hear it. Greetings, dear listener. <laughs> yeah. So first, I want to know why Laughing Fish? Why was that one that you requested? I mean, it was a good episode. I think we probably both agree. But yeah. what specifically, you're like, I want that one. I think part of it is because it's one I've seen the most. I like had like the VHS double feature okay. tape of like the Christmas with the Joker and the Laughing Fish episode. So oh. I watched those like so countless times. Yeah. Countless times okay. I watched it. Um, and then I think it's just a really good timeless Batman story. You know, it's yeah. not it's not specific to one particular time period. It doesn't feel dated. Um, it's just it's just a classic, and it's a great Joker episode. Versus the virtual reality Riddler episode we just watched right before that. Uh, this that was <laughs> the opposite of undated. <laughs> <You'll>, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I feel like it had a good, it had, uh, it had a decent level of prediction, but mm -hmm. it wasn't uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't rate what is reality very high. Uh, <laughs> before coming on for this one spoiler for you not <laughs> yeah. spoiler for anybody else for like three weeks from now true yeah yeah what so the yeah christmas with the joker and this episode being back to back on a tape that's got to be quite the like as, as a kid i'm sure you don't notice much of a difference between quality of episodes but to me i think that would be at least watching them right now if we watch them back to back would be like a oh and uh I guess Christmas with the Joker happened and laughing fish. All right. Pretty, pretty okay. <laughs> like, I don't, yes. I don't know what we hated on Christmas with the Joker a lot more than I expected us to with Dylan Pollock, but yes. uh, it just, I don't know. It didn't stand the test of time to me for some reason. But I mean, these things happen. Yeah. It just is what it, we, we have appreciations as we have them. And then yeah. uh, that that's the end of it. <laughs> now, I think when we had Dylan on, we had him, Give us the synopsis. Yes. And then uh, so yes. would you like to give us what happened in the Laughing Fish Keen Machine? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we start out and it's dark and it's stormy because it's Gotham City and it's always dark and stormy. Mm -hmm. And then we see some fishermen pulling in their fish. And when they look at them, they're like, oh, my God, it's disgusting. It's smiling. Yeah. And it has teeth for some reason. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Interesting side effect of the Joker toxin. Um, yeah. And then we go from there and Batman says, you know, he's made his move. And then the city just goes into full crisis mode. And, you know, it's on the news. It's in the newspaper. Everyone's freaking out because the Joker is doing something. And which is really... <laughs> 
Yeah, really interesting, like, how captivated, how much of a captivation he has of, like, the city. Like, just, like, the yeah. fact that the Joker is, like, around, like, you know, and doing anything, like, puts the whole city on, like, this, like, emergency level. Even though yeah. so uh, I think that's uh, cool. the copyright guy was like, this Mr. Joker? Yeah. Like, he doesn't <laughs> yeah. quite know yes. what is. How do you say this word? Joker? Joker. Was it Joker? <laughs> the famous Joker? <laughs> Yopper? Nice. Batman starts to investigate, realizes pretty quickly that the toxin does not affect people, at least the version that's been released in the water. Um, and then from there, it's the Joker, you know, uh, threatening people if he doesn't <laughs> get a copyright about. on a natural resource of fish and he manages to not kill question mark two people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then from there you know it's it's a chase in the aquarium and then batman smacks him around a little bit and then Joker question mark dies. So there's a lot of question marks. Mm-hmm. It's almost but a riddle episode. Not a riddle yes. Episode. <laughs> Wait, you bring up a really good point in your synopsis, and good job on the synopsis, yeah, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I am so bad at those. Uh, <laughs> but um, I, I just realized I never quite figured out why the fish were Smiling. smiley and makeuped. Like, was it like he released a toxin in the water, and now all all fish are just going to be dead? Is it a localized thing? Like, what what happened there? (laughs) Yeah, I think yeah, I think we just assumed that he like poured a bunch of chemicals in the ocean and affected all the his taco barge tipped over into the (laughs) yeah, (laughs) and all the taco juices flowed into the river. Wow, is taco like a nickname for toxin? It was a toxin barge the whole time, and we didn't know. Yeah, the, uh, the 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 whole like the visual of the fish has never made sense to me because. Fish probably mm-hmm. don't even have the like smiling muscles, and they def- definitely don't have teeth. And how some did, fish have teeth? Well, yeah, but these whatever the ones that they said the hell is that your roof is leaking, your roof uh, is crumbling. It's pieces. almost it's almost certainly a squirrel dropping a walnut. Oh my! There God. you go. <laughs> I heard that one. <laughs> yeah, that was really loud. We live in nature here in Big Bus. We're in a tree right now. We're inside of a tree, but the uh, the makeup type stuff on the fish has never made sense like well, yeah, why do they have like lipstick and green eyeshadow and whatever green hair <laughs> fin hair <laughs> mm-hmm. but I, I don't know I guess it's just a side effect he's really good at, Joker has just invented a bunch of stuff so far in this show yeah he's man, he's just been an expert chemist and, and engineer and all this stuff so <laughs> I guess I mean and yeah yeah and I forgot to to say he takes over the TV airwaves again so yes he does. does there yeah. you go all of them <laughs> yeah all, every on all channel. of them yeah. again yeah. And with no lapse either. No. Like as he changes the channel, it just stays like basically one continuous image, even though there's yeah. a little bit of like static-ish. I'll read you the official synopsis. Oh yeah, that's a thing we do. Uh this is another short one. I don't know if you want the guitar for this one or not. But Brian, you could do the bass. Do the bass. We're not gonna hear the bass. Well, not with that attitude. <laughs> I don't know. Try anything. He's got a wall of guitars here. Do you want some funk? <laughs> It's just—that's <laughs> uh, no good. That's no good at all. Just <laughs> don't do anything. Stop. The Joker has developed a chemical which induces Joker smiles on fish. He makes a visit to the Gotham copyright offices, demanding a copyright for his Joker fish. 
When the frightened bureaucrats tell him that such a copyright is impossible, he threatens to kill them one by one until he gets what he wants. Fortunately for the city employees, Batman comes to their rescue and tracks the Joker to an old seaquarium. Whatever that hmm. is, where, what? he de- where he defeats the grinning villain in a dramatic battle involving a great white shark. Do they? They said sea aquarium. Sea aquarium. An Did, old sea aquarium, as, a, as opposed to a land aquarium. Of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys ever been to New York? Go to the uh, famous uh, Central sea- Park Land Aquarium. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the Sea World Aquarium. They just combined. But it doesn't words. say. It said aquarium in the episode, right? I don't know. Yeah, like Oceanside. Yeah, yeah. That's the name of it. Yeah. Why did they say Seaquarium? They like just decided, like, oh, time to make up a word. Seaquarium, go. <laughs> Unless it was just a, a typo like half of these have in them. Ah, uh, that's fair. <laughs> okay. Uh, I really liked the animation in this episode, I will say. There was a lot yeah. of uh, very on-model character stuff going on. And there's a lot of like artsy shots of Batman in shadow with rim lights and stuff like that. There's the famous screenshot of him like in the Batmobile with the whizzing background as he's just staring and he's like a painting. There's a guy peeing in the background, <laughs> is what I'm saying. And <laughs> the whizzing background. And uh, the, yeah, him coming down through the ceiling window, lightning flashing and stuff. And you're like, ooh, I like this shot. Yeah, that was so cool. That. It was very. Um I can't think of maybe it was like Fantasia Lee. Oh, it was we did talk about how it was very much like a Fantasia look of up in the mountain, Mm -hmm. whatever. What is that? Night on Bald Mountain. Night on Is that what it's called? Up on the mountain. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a very fantasia scene. But there's a lot of like pretty cinematic stuff in this episode, actually. Mm -hmm. Actually. 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 Yeah, we get to see Batman and Shadow work a lot, which is nice. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. You know, we see him like in the beginning a little bit, and then he's a lot of the aquarium scene is him like so, in the black sea aquarium. shadow. Sea. The sea aquarium. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then at the guy, the second bureaucrat's house, like yeah. with the window behind him, there's I, just a lot of nice shadow work that's really cool. I yeah. forgot that was the the bait and switch of the scene was that it's not actually Batman it's the guy in the Batman costume because I was gonna call out that you hear Batman shout like he's got a joker fish or whatever the cat but his mouth doesn't move but then when it's Mm -hmm. revealed that it's not that's not oh it's because he didn't actually say that or whatever and I hope that that was a purposeful thing and not just like actually an animation error that we can (laughs) say was on purpose (laughs) or whatever uh but yeah I had never noticed that before and then and then I the last time I watched it I picked up on that yeah yeah and when he starts laughing the the guy dressed as Batman starts laughing and he's like way more portly than Batman and your first reaction is just be like uh what the hell is this like the animation was pretty good (laughs) until like why does Batman look like that and then oh it's not it's not him (laughs) he had too much of that raw joker cheeseburger bag meat (laughs) Mm. hamburger bag meat bloody joker meat bloody joker meat (laughs) I don't want that to be the name of the podcast episode but I think (laughs) it is Oh god. No, what did we I think we had a thing we said in the intro. I don't remember that was years ago. That was m- yeah. months anyway. Maybe Keen's going to come up with a subtitle for us. Yeah, right That's now. Pressure. No pressure. Yeah. All the pressure. Uh, no, you got to let you got to let it come naturally, but you know. Harley, yeah. Harley Quinn good in this episode as well. There was a lot of good Paul Dini-ish writing. You caught alliteration a couple of times. There was a lot on. of alliteration. Even Bullock had alliteration. And Bullock he's a stupid idiot. like a madman. <laughs> but he was like, he was very competent. 
Yeah. He was just like, I, I know where he is. I'm going to the Seaquarium. <laughs> yeah, it didn't take me a back computer to figure this out, you moron. And yeah. Batman's like, oh, I'm stupid. <laughs> like it, Batman driving up on the Batmobile sets off some sort of Joker theme song alarm that then Joker alerts his guards with a whoopee cushion. <laughs> But Bullock just walking in with a gun set off nothing. <laughs> well, he's just better at his job than Batman. He walked all the way there from the police headquarters. <laughs> How big is that? That's true. Sure. We don't see a car. We yeah. never see a police yeah. car there. So yeah. I think that's canon. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I want to, speaking of canon things, maybe maybe one of you two know, uh, th- there's a scene of the Batmobile coming into like the Batcave. Mm-hmm. Before they do like the the fish dissection scene, um, the car and this is me as like someone who's kind of obsessed with you know big big muscly cars sometimes. Um, <laughs> well, you got us beat probably. <laughs> <laughs> it was a past life, okay. Uh, the thing sounds like a drag car, like one of those like you know the rail drag the th- things the skinny things with the big wheels in the back and the huge engines. It was a lot beefier. The Batmobile yeah. sounds really beefy, like rolling in there, which is like all well and good, but isn't it jet powered? I don't know. There's like a turbine on the back of the Batmobile it's that bat shoots powered. out fire. <laughs> it's powered by bats. So bats running, running on little treadmills inside, <laughs> <laughs> little hamster wheels with bats in them. That's a great way, means of locomotion, especially when you need to quickly get away from RC cars. And it's actually just Batman with a like exterior microphone speaker going (laughs) (laughs) but because we all know it's little bats yeah that's that's the case it's got to be intimidating (laughs) uh music in this i didn't notice anything specifically good or bad about the music it was just there it was musically (laughs) it sure was the original name for tiktok musically (laughs) what yeah what yeah that was like the when it first dropped, it was called like music dot a l l y or something like that. Yeah, I'm too old for this. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. That. Yeah. They used to have all the like mobile ads like mm-hmm. all the time. Oh my god. Yeah, and all the celebs would do their their dank uh, dubs of songs. Uh, it was I hilarious. Think I think it's time for this old old man to leave the chat. <laughs> Take care, y'all. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, get out of here. Yeah, I'm going. Uh, anyway, we're going somewhere with that. Music. Shirley Walker did the music. Yes. Yeah, I think it was good, but Shirley it didn't stand Walker out. did the music. Yeah, Walker, you know, the famous composer. And call her Shirley. You. <laughs> that's oh. her name. There's a terrible joke in there, and I'm not sure I know how to make it. It was that we finished it. It's oh, done. good. Yeah. Great. Are we done? <laughs> What what's your favorite part of this episode, Keen Machine? Oh, um, I mean, the easy answer is to say that it's like Mark Hamill's performance, yeah, as the yeah. Joker. That's like the easy answer, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's the hard answer? I, I also, yeah, I'm trying to like, like, like scene wise. I think I really like the I like the twist at the second bureaucrats uh, mm-hmm. bureaucrats. Uh, a house there with the switch that you had mentioned. I think that's a nice touch because it's it's not necessarily needed, but it just makes a nice little extra layer there instead of just being like, now we're at the second guy's house and yeah. the same thing's going to happen. The so second it's like guy nice looks a twist. lot like the first guy also. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. the different clothes and no glasses. <laughs> similar. I think they're voiced yes. by the same guy too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I really, I mean, Mark Hamill's performance. I think this is the first time that we really get to see him kind of 
like fit into yeah. the character and really like make it his own. And I mean, there's like a million different laughs in this one, and they're all good. So yeah, I really I, like the shot, Brian. You yeah. had you seem to have a problem with it. Maybe I'm wrong. With just Joker watching the shark uh, and Batman like tumble around in the water, but you don't see what's happening. You just see Joker going like, oh. i really like that part because it's just yeah you just like he has a lot more personality in this than before he's no longer dubbing tim curry episodes and he's no longer oh uh, like that's been over with for a little bit but he's also no he's like yeah he's sort of found like his version of the joker i think and i think that like because we pointed out in the intro to the podcast here that Written by Paul Dini, directed by Bruce Tim, music by Shirley Walker, animation by Dong Yang. Like it's like the perfect grouping yeah. of things, like to make the best thing ever. And I think that was like part of it was like, okay, the Joker finally feels like Mark Hamill Joker, and also his relationship with Harley Quinn was a lot more what I expected it to be in this. Before she's just kind of hanging around, and now she's finally being like sort of abused by him hey put this funny put this fish hat on and fuck you and all this stuff all the time she, i think so. it's also the first time she calls him puddin yes yeah, was in yeah. yeah. i wasn't sure you caught that and you caught the the home improvement uh tool i did uh, uh, i caught that oh nice yeah <laughs> can't sneak anything by me yep. that's not true you can sneak almost everything by me <laughs> Is but, this only the second time that you've seen Harley Quinn? I'm trying to think now. No, Brian. she was in uh, Joker's Favorite and almost got him, and now this. Almost one. got him. Oh, yeah. right. Okay, but she's not okay, been so very prevalent. Mm-hmm. This, this seemed like the most, like yeah. substantial. Is that the right word? Her yeah. appearance or acting, whatever you want to say. Yeah, everyone plays off each other really well in this. Yeah. Yeah, one thing I've noticed about just like on the the animation side of Harley Quinn is I didn't realize before that her, the balls on her jester hat used to be red. And then like later that changes and they're white. Yeah. I I hadn't hadn't realized that. I was noticing that this time too was, yeah, that they're, I think, I think they're both red, even though I expected Mm -hmm. maybe them to be like the opposite colors of the actual like pigtail thing that they're attached to. But then, yeah. in the, in the, the next series after this and forward they're both white it's a very small unnoticeable change really but we both yeah. noticed it so yeah. <laughs> clearly it's not unnoticeable. good job good job <laughs> yeah. you too yeah you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome i like thank the, you the <laughs> joker facial expressions in this were really good too like yeah. him stumbling out onto the roof and he has a big like huh, eyebrow whenever batman creeps up oh, and he <laughs> grabs the <laughs> wrench <laughs> Yeah, you you talked over his hilarious. Uh, meanwhile, back at the wrench, as he's about to hit Batman. Shoot! <laughs> I know it was the best joke. We gotta stop talking over these things. <laughs> stop talking ever. Just we won't. Just we'll just Don't do talk. a very like French audience thing, and we'll just sit in silence yes. and then react afterwards. Uh, I'll tell you the cast. We got tell Kevin Conroy cast. as Batman. What did you expect? <laughs> Bob Hastings as Commissioner Gordon. Commissioner Gordon. Robert. Uh, you can't hear this, so I'm singing it Now he's credited as Rocco. What? Robert Costanzo as Rocco. That's all that he's credited as. Rocco? I don't. Is that one of the thugs? Is that a police officer? Who knows? Is that a fisherman at the start? What's Bullock's first name? Harvey. Oh. I had to second guess it for a second. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Joker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
yeah. I mean, Harvey Bullock. He's obviously Rocco? Harvey Bullock. But that's that's probably a miss. Rocco's Modern Life. Did that's he so play strange. Rocco? Yeah. He did not. <laughs> Remember every time when Joker's hoisting him up on the thing and he's going, Spunky! <laughs> and then, you don't remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I just, I'm too old to remember. <laughs> Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. as Alfred. George Zunza as G. Carl Francis. Oh, the guy uh, behind the desk. Yes. Uh, and also, I believe, the second guy, uh, whatever his name was, other guy. Uh, he Bureaucrat. played Sergeant Max Grevy on 22 episodes of Law and Order. Awesome. Um, he will be back several times as other characters in the DCAU, but uh, and much more prevalent than G. Carl Francis. Uh, but other than that, like I didn't notice anything interesting on his IMDb, uh, but his first acting job is credited as Mr. Creepy in Massage Parlor Murders, 1973. <laughs> so I just had to write that down. Hold on, I got to put that on my watch list. <laughs> yeah. Massage Parlor Murders. Massage man. Parlor Murders. Oh, hey, it's G. Carl Francis as Mr. Creepy. <laughs> Mark Hamill as the Joker, Arlene Sorkin as Harley Quinn, of course. What are you doing? I got oh. such a weird slouch on today. Slouch on? I, I don't want to hear about this. <laughs> we have a guest, Brian. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's talk about your slouch on. We got to get, we do have to get those like nice podcaster boom microphones. Yes, stands. we do. And mine, also you need to remember yours. Yeah, I know. You can see mine is, it, is attached to the desk with two different uh, like bracket brace. I don't know what you call these. Quick clamps. There you go. Sure old man you know tools <laughs> are you tim let me, allen <laughs> let me tell you about my tool collection is it a benford tool collection hey. yeah exactly that's what i'm saying we got uh, a decent amount of tribs so i'll start them out and this yeah. may spawn other discussions uh batman deduces that the toxin affects only fish but in a later scene thomas jackson that's a cat is clearly seen to have been infected by the same toxin, and Jackson himself is infected when his cat subsequently scratches him. However, it is possible the Joker used a different toxin for them. Wow. wow. I just... Mm. I had a really blind spot earlier, and I just realized it. That the... That bat... That the... The Jackson... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had some bandwidth I problem. had also a stroke just now. <laughs> <laughs> um, that Jackson was dressed as Batman. Yes. And somebody else was sitting in the chair playing Jackson. Batman was. I, oh, what? They, they were swapped. I, I like didn't, I swear I just saw like old man sitting in chair. My <laughs> brain completely filled that in incorrectly. Batman was wearing one of his classic perfect reproduction of a human head oh. masks. Oh, God, why did they <laughs> just put somebody else in the chair? No, oh, the because he thought know. he would. The ca yeah. Oh, God. Uh, like okay. they, they knew the cat would. <laughs> come in somehow anyway um what that reminded me of was the that uh we recently saw this i don't remember if this was something we shared on twitter or not or if you're even on twitter but the uh there was a scene from this where the cat gets like sedated by the police <laughs> that was posted around as like a russian dub of this moment and it's just like oh it just says like you know how to you know what sounds a cat makes right and the voice actor going like of course and then it shows the clip and it's just him going like <laughs> 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 
and stuff. Like it's very oh, no. not cat like. <laughs> oh, no. And I forgot that was in this episode. So when it happened, I was making the the Russian dub sounds. As <laughs> I, was, I was really pleased that you showed me that before because <laughs> yeah. uh, otherwise I, you would have spent another one of those. Oh, I got to show you this thing, or yeah, I'll tell you I this can't thing find later. It, yeah. <laughs> nice. A uh, few toothed fish have the large, flat teeth required to make the Joker smile. The fish that Joker mentioned, such as smelt and tuna, are not among these fish, and therefore the toxin should not have worked on them. Because the toxin is teeth? a fictional toxin. I'm just going to let it slide. <laughs> I don't really care about any of that. But wait, I mean, like, are they suggesting that because of the teeth that yeah, those they, fish specific, specifically had that they would be affected. Otherwise, it would be this gummy smile, and it'd be so dumb look. You wouldn't look like but the, the Joker way, at all. But the way that was worded made it sound that it was like because of their teeth they were affected. Yeah, only teethed ma- animals can smile with Joker toxin. Okay, we got this. The fishermen are like, it looks just like the Joker. No, that looks like a fish. I don't know if you've seen the Joker before, but anyone smiling to that fisherman looks like the Joker, I guess. Wow. That guy's got an interesting life. Uh, This episode was based on the comic stories, uh, several comic stories. The Joker's five-way revenge, Batman number 251, September 1973. By Denny O'Neill and The Laughing Fish and Sign of the Joker, Detective Comics number 475 slash 476, February and March of 1978 by Steve Englehart. It is also reminiscent of the Joker's first ever caper in Batman number one, published in March 1940. Joker announces on the radio that he plans to kill a millionaire and steal a priceless diamond from the man's house. The police set up a protective ring around the millionaire, only to be baffled as the man drops dead right in front of them. Batman discovers that the Joker had broken in the night before, injecting the sleeping millionaire with a slow-acting version of his Joker toxin and stolen the diamond, replacing it with a fake. Oh, in the good old days when you could just kill people in comic books. <laughs> like, <laughs> Batman does that a lot in the early comics, too. Wait, does he? Yeah, he just has a gun and he just kills people. Oh! Okay! <laughs> oh! <laughs> At what point was he like, I nobody can die on my watch? I don't know, actually. I don't know when the first like no guns, no killing thing started, but <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maddie's been reading through some of those super early Batman and Superman comics and they're very interesting, I'll just say that. Like okay. oh, yeah. un- unlike what you would expect. Yeah, yeah they were showing me. I've a whole taken movie. a life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh well. That's okay. <laughs> I'll, take- I'll do it again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, Maddie was showing me some clips, I think, from like some very like Nazi yeah, Superman, Superman, but it was stuff, like kind yeah. of like satirical, I think. That was a I while ago. Yeah, it was. Um the uh, yeah, the whole thing with in the episode of of like Harley Quinn sprays Francis with perfume it looks like and then they have to shoot a rocket propelled swordfish through the window that farts out the rest of the gas and then the mixture of those two things is what makes him laugh and die right whereas like slight spoilers in the future joker will just go like with his flower and someone will <laughs> like immediately so he just decided like that was way too complicated to shoot a swordfish through a wall i think i'll just put it in my flower instead but that's also something from uh, 89 batman right he d- doesn't yeah. he have a squirty flower yeah, that just like, makes that happen yeah yeah love it it's pretty graphic in this episode, yeah. though. Like His the effects are bulging out. Yeah, I'm surprised what they were able to get away with because, like, 
I just remember like as a kid seeing it, you know, and it's like haunting. Like, yeah, especially that first time you have no idea what you're like about to see. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, that is much more graphic than I expected. Very dramatic, like 3D shot from the POV, the POV of POV. the swordfish coming through the wall. And then, yeah, and then when he freaks out, his eyes are all bulging out. His face is stretching and turning yellow and stuff. And then there were several other things in the episode that I thought, like, how did you get away with that? Batman has, like, a sliced open fish on his, like, you can see the bones and everything on his desk. And then when they're handling the pile of bloody meat and there's just blood dripping off of it and and flowing through the water and stuff, I just kept thinking, like, mm. these must, maybe because they're not people? Oh, gee, Carl Francis is a people, I guess. But <laughs> the blood and the split open fish are not humans. It's fine. Like, I don't know. They couldn't have done that with, like, if they had, were dissecting a cat. Like, Batman Batman had those cats in the Batcave. He's like, let me test the scarecrow toxin on or whatever. And then, But they let me dissect this cat and leave it split open on the table. They wouldn't have been able to do that, I don't think. I mean, I don't know. just give it time. It'll it'll, it'll happen. <laughs> there will be a split coming up on next on uh, on Batman the episode Batman dissects a cat. Oh, what is it about? That's the next episode, actually. <laughs> uh, it is revealed that Bullock knows the existence of the Bat computer, but how he learned of it exactly is unrevealed. Oh, it's another one of those <laughs> the Bat Cave thing. Yeah, it was like uh, uh, Jordan. No, yes, no. Sherbet. Yeah, Sherbet. Sherbet. Yeah, I blame him. And Roberta, yeah. <laughs> he just leaked it, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, uh, Mr. Police. Well, they were doing, like, police work at the end of the episode. They, they called the actual police and, like, hey, can we download the back computer files? And Bullet goes, ah, so there's that back computer, huh? <laughs> Spunky! <I> mean- <laughs> yeah. We have proven that Bullock is uh, one hell of a detective. Yeah. He was he was somehow really good in this episode at, at finding the Joker's hideout and like being he was just mad at why do we have to have this fucking Batman here the whole time? He just went east, I bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't get that one no. yet. Uh, do, how do we do? Well, yeah, in the the off. Wait, wait, wait! I'll retroactively laugh here, so this, okay. it'll it'll fit. <laughs> <laughs> I get the reference. That's me getting the joke. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now I don't need to explain it. You'll yeah. find out later. Uh, do you think maybe Bullock knew the Bat Computer? He he didn't actually know the Bat Computer. He just guessed, like, Batman. If Batman has a computer, surely Walker, and it would just. <laughs> You mm-hmm. just put a bat in front of it because that's what everything is called. <laughs> Batmobile, Batman, etc. <laughs> bat mustache stuck in a wall, etc. That's I don't, another I, one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why. Bat, uh, why, why it just. It, it just sounds like a plot hole. Uh, you noticed this. This is one of only three episodes with no title card. Yeah. So that just had a way too long of a shot of the swinging fish sign. And then it finally, the title came up, stayed there forever. And then then we saw really fast waves going <laughs> that I thought mm-hmm. was a sign of like, yes. oh, this episode's animation is going to be bad. Yeah. Why are the waves so fast? Did you, did you it's like, like a tsunami going yeah. on. <laughs> but it was kind of a sideways tsunami. Like they had the, the classic waveforms, <laughs> but they weren't going mm-hmm. like front to back. Yeah. They were going sideways. <laughs> And Which over is, and over, real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm always sad that there's not a title card for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, I think, like, 
the biggest flaw of this episode is that there's no title card just <laughs> because you, I think it would have been a really cool one. Yeah, what would you have had for the, the painting? What would you think? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I know there's a lot of like people that have gone out and made their own like title cards mm-hmm. um, or, you know, like posters, of, if you will, for this episode. Really? I think anything. The, yeah, the, really cool. The album artwork for the soundtrack is like a painting of the of Joker in the fisherman costume holding a fish and that's both their smiling profiles. That one yeah. That's pretty cool. I do like that one. I think that would have been a really cool title yeah. card. Something with the fish, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like the, like the, just a fish on like a dark background with a smile is probably the cliche answer, <laughs> but like it also just would absolutely work. Do it like Joker's wild where it's just the Joker's face smiling and doesn't help you at all with what the episode's going to be about. That's fair. What if it's just a, a still of those sideways moving tsunami wave? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yes. Laughing fish. Ooh. And then it opens on the shot of those waves immediately. <laughs> Ooh, what about if you really want to like throw a loop, how about the cat with the fish in its mouth? Oh. Huh. That would be a good you one. Think it I would like be that. A Catwoman episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just keeps you guessing. You don't know. They didn't have Catwoman right. come in and try to say that 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 cat's life was in danger and what a horrible people for injecting the cat and blah blah blah. That's where was correct. she? What the hell? She wasn't in Gotham. Remember, the judge told her if she dresses up like Catwoman again, I'll throw the book at you. And then she does it immediately and. There's so many nuts on the ceiling. <laughs> Shut up. I'm so that, sorry. I'm so sorry, Keen Mission. Do you want me to go? Let me go see if I can do something about that. Are you really? Are you going to shake the tree? So this is the part where I take over the podcast. Yes. Brian, <laughs> yes. Uh, the Joker. This is continuing the trips. Oh, the let's, Joker let's do some is trips. in this episode. Yes, the Joker wow. takes a wrench from a toolbox labeled Binford Tools, as yes. you notice, a reference to the fictional tool company of Home Improvement. Although the label is partially obscured off the side of the screen, it's clear enough that what it was uh, read to be. The doesn't it just fully say? He says like Binford or something. Like you can barely see part of the R or something like that. I don't remember. Oh, I didn't think there was like any obscuring at all. <laughs> he also yeah. mentions Happy Meals. So who said Happy? Was it Joker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was talking about mm-hmm. like do, putting the poison in his in the meat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like with Joker cows or whatever he said, <laughs> Joker beef or something. I can't remember. Joker burgers. There you go. <laughs> I'm ashamed. I didn't remember the line. <laughs> well, yeah. So that's what was, that was my question. It was like, is that a copyright thing? Like, I know, I know, Happy Meals. Is this episode's all about thing. copyrights, Brian. But. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh my God! Wait a minute. We found a secret meta. meeting. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, did I say meeting? Meeting. Meeting. Me- you were thinking of meat. You had, just, mm, had that looks so good. The, <laughs> the vegetarian over here is just really craving some meat. <laughs> it looked so delicious. Those Joker burgers. Um, but I, uh, I, I realized that McDonald's had a lot of like Batman, Batman yeah. toys and stuff in the Happy Meals. So there's probably like. They're probably old friends who said, hey, can oh, we yeah. say Happy Meals? I'm sure of all things, McDonald's would have like almost asked them to do that. <laughs> like, yes, please mention Happy yeah. Meals. And yeah. yeah, I think I told you about the Robin, like so-and-so's been spotted at the Gotham McDonald's or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh. That's right. <laughs> 
Classic. That was such a like buried memory like, <laughs> that I had, and then when you said that, and I was like, I have to watch that commercial because <laughs> it was before my time. But yeah. I remember seeing it on yeah. like old recordings of things, and I like went back and found it, and was like, Yep, that's yep, that, the Gotham McDonald's. <laughs> that commercial, and then there was also like the year before Batman the Animated Series started, there was Batman. There were animated Batman. Uh, it was like AT and T or something phone com- like phone commercials, but obviously not in the cartoons art style. It's much more like detailed comic book looking character designs. Oh. And I'm th- pretty sure those were both animated by the Canadian com. Oh, the Canadian company that originally animated the title sequence that uh we were talking about what we were watching. You uh, you were asking who animated the title sequence. I think I yeah. am now remembering is. That McDonald's commercial and this pre-BTS animated Batman phone commercial <laughs> were both animated by a Canadian animation company that originally animated the title sequence without silhouettes, like with full oh, character yeah, yeah. designs. And then did Bruce, you did you know about this? No, I did not. Bruce Tim is like, no, 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 no. So I drew silhouettes in the storyboards. I wanted to be silhouettes. Like they just thought he was doing a shorthand of for the characters or something. Uh, and then I think it's Tokyo Movie Shinsha TMS that did the actual intro. I think that's right. Okay. If I if someone knows that, and I'm wrong about part of this, comment below. <laughs> but I think that's all correct. <laughs> anyway, that'd be so frustrating. Oh <laughs> yeah. my gosh! If you like detailed made yeah. this entire intro, and then they're like, actually, we just want it more black. That's what I drew. Actually, <laughs> yes. is what I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel like that's just a communication breakdown. There, it's just like, yeah. okay, so we got these characters here, and uh, you know, this, this is what mm-hmm. they look like. Well, we're on the subject. When we get to Superman the Animated Series, they also did a specific Batman and Superman intro for when Kids WB would air Batman and Superman episodes back to back. And there's a whole sequence of storyboards for a much longer, much more detailed version of that intro that you can see in the, I think it's in Bruce Timm's Modern Masters art book. Uh, and it's just like really cool stuff. All the characters interacting and leaping off buildings and doing cool poses and stuff. And you just didn't, it never got made. Oh, <laughs> like, shoot. damn it, man. <laughs> I want this. <laughs> Wait, and uh, aside from the aside from the aside, uh-huh. you say BTAS. <laughs> yes. For Batman the Animated Series. Yes. Superman the Animated Series. S-TAS. Okay, not Stas. I believe we already had this conversation. I feel like we have, but I didn't know the answer, so I had to ask. <laughs> well, and I also, I say BTAS now. I used to just say BTAS, but it's easier to say BTAS. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was the same. I used to say, always in my mind, it was BTAS. And, yeah. then, and then finally, like, I heard other people say BTAS what? on videos and your videos and stuff. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. And then it's, oh, it's shorter. I, so. <laughs> I, help, I helped you. You're welcome. I, yep. <laughs> the, Bruce Tim, I'm pretty sure, says BTAS. And I'm always like, it's Batman not them in the, the animated, animated series. series. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking it's about? It's the Toms. <laughs> there's, an, there's an apostrophe after the B. Yeah. I kind of want Motif, which is like BTS. BTS. I mean, the series? No. <laughs> Actually, there's another little fun fact for you. That was the original what? name of the show, was just Batman the series in the, in the story Bible and stuff. Whoa. And then they, I'm pretty sure that it was only started to be referred to as Batman the Animated Series after people started calling it that. 
And then they just, oops, okay, I guess that's what it's called. So it was kind of like a Webster situation where people yeah. were like, these are the words. And they're just like, oh, I, guess I guess these that's are the, the words. words. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so. Now you know things. Things I know. <sighs> we're so smart. There's a couple more little trivs. Okay. Uh, when Joker says, oh, trying to cheat the Joker, are you? To Mr. Francis, and he makes, and the tune he makes before closing the Shark Tank are imitations of Curly from the Three Stooges, which yep. he also cut. He previously did the same in Joker's Wild while prepping Dynamite. Yes. Uh, while trying to cheer up Harley Quinn, Joker says he she can be his little mermaid. Mark Hamill previously had a small voice role as a sailor in the opening scene of Disney's The Little Mermaid in 1989. What? Oh, I didn't know go. that until just now. I also, <laughs> I, I wish he like made a reverse mermaid joke. Because yeah. the whole, like, you know, a mermaid is half half woman, half fish. And you always Which assume half? it's like the top yeah. half is a woman, <laughs> the bottom half is a fish. And he puts a big, like, fish top on her. So she's yeah. got, like, the fish top, human legs. And uh, I wish he made some kind of comment <laughs> about that, but it's okay. <laughs> it was still funny. If we're talking about the Joker-Harley relationship being more, like, what I feel like it's supposed to be in this episode than it has been, she it was still a little weird to me. Maybe you might feel this way more than Brian, but uh, that she like is glaring at him after he does it. And she's like, you're a sick man, Mr. J or something like that. Like she's like openly like calling him names and being mean to him in that moment. And I thought like, if this was any future episode, he would just like throw her off a building for saying something like that. Like, <laughs> so <Excuse me>. what? <laughs> why he doesn't end up doing that ever. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I Glossing think that's over. true. I never would have thought about it actually. Yeah. That's never crossed my mind, but maybe that's like a, a devolution of like their yeah. relationship. Like maybe it was a little more she's not equal when, quite when he didn't have complete control over exactly. her. Exactly. Yeah, like psychologically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I never thought about it. Hmm. And then last is that this is the first time she uses puddin', which you also caught. You caught like half the trivs without me having to even yes! read them, man. They didn't get so good at this. The, and then I think we cut the one animation error. There's only one animation error that was very minor. That oh, I think what? We noticed, which was the question mark on the newspaper. Oh, yeah. The first yeah. newspaper, it's missing the dot under the question mark. Probably well, it because fades into the next shot. And it fades it the next shot it, and the dot yeah. is there. <laughs> mm. Tricky stuff. I did not catch that. Interesting. It's okay. very much. I didn't notice yeah. that the Joker's, the Joker's picture changes from black and white to color, at least on the old one. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. What? On the newspaper. Yeah. Like, it's like the newspaper's black and white, and then when it transitions to Alfred holding it, um, everything else is still in black and white on the yeah. paper, but the his profile <laughs> picture is in color. Awesome. I think that's also just like a direct trace of that. There's like that one like character model shot of the Joker going like, like yes. pointing up yeah. for some reason. And I think pretty sure that's just verbatim that just, image. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. See, isn't it great to talk the... with someone that knows what the hell I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I kind of want to just sit back and watch the magic happen here. <laughs> we'll bring Maddie on for critters and you'll, you won't get any airtime at all. Sick. <laughs> I forgot to mention, I love Alfred's little quips in this yeah. episode. He has very, a very small role, but every, like every line of his is just like a little like sarcastic quip. And I love it. Yeah. Did, did you keep up with the adventures continue comic that came out last couple of years? I have not personally read them, but I've tried to like keep up on the basic like storylines and okay. what's going on. I just haven't read them. Yeah. We, 
I'm in our like issue breakdown videos of those. We had our issues with some of the choices that Paul Dini was making 30 years after the show <laughs> uh, about oh, okay. characters that we like, okay, this character has always been like this, this is their history and you know, whatever. And then he'll just be like, just kidding. I didn't like that what I did. So I'm changing it. And we'll be like, you can't just do that. Well, you can, cause you're Paul Dean, but can, can you not? <laughs> just, that was the whole thing. <laughs> but like, not like all of that aside, recent stuff aside, like anytime Paul Dini is writing an episode of this show, it's just like, Oh, thank God. Like this is such a good written episode, uh, well written yes. episode. And this was like, I think one like this and almost got him and heart of ice are the mm-hmm. best examples. I think so far of like, ah, a real writer wrote this. Thank you. <laughs> that, was something, that was something that we actually, I don't feel like we've really actually touched on the three of us. Um, was just like, how good of an episode it was. Like we had take, <laughs> yeah. We've had a couple of bad yeah. between last night and this morning. We had a yeah. couple of uh, clunkers. Yeah. <laughs> we keep using that word. Yeah. No, other, no better way <laughs> to say it. It just fits. Dumb clucks. Kiss off. Kiss off. Yep. There it is. Um, <laughs> But this was just like it was a really solid episode. The story like didn't have me guessing like oh what what oh this big obvious flop yeah. happened and we're just gonna move on from that. Like it was just a really well written episode. There was great art. It was captivating. Like I didn't guess every single thing that was gonna happen. I guessed mm-hmm. incorrectly that Bullock was gonna end up laughing. Right. Yeah. You're like you can't mm. make Bullock do a a laughing fit. It doesn't work with his character. And then Harley Quinn jumps down with the gun. You're like, well, I guess we're doing it. But instead, it was a gun that wraps him up in ribbons or something. <laughs> so. Yeah. I thought it was like the the red cap in the end of the gun. Yeah. I thought it was gonna like be a pop gun that has gas come out it's or something. Be the ninja's slow gas gun. <laughs> <Psst>. <laughs> Oh no, how do I get away? <laughs> it's coming right for me. What would somebody normally do in this instance? Yeah. Ah! Was it this episode or the one? There was some episode we watched in this grouping yesterday or today that had okay. Batman jump down. I think it was off balance. Batman jumped out of a tree onto a guy. And you said it was it was a really cool shot of him oh. silhouette jumping down out of a tree, but the guy just stared up at him like the Austin Powers steamroll guy. Yeah. Like, no <laughs> I can't possibly move <laughs> and then lands on him. Yeah. Batman's half filled with helium, he's got a real slow descent. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you can you can choose to do something about this if you'd like. Yeah. He's lowering himself on the grappling. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, it was a great episode. Yeah. Batman's usefulness. Um the Laughing Fish. He was fairly useful, wasn't he? Yeah. He came up with a cool trick to swap bodies, body swap trick, but then he also wasn't as good as Bullock at finding yeah, no. the Joker. But he wasn't completely incompetent. Mm-hmm. But do you got any thoughts on Batman's usefulness, Kane? Hmm. Batman's usefulness. I think I mean, he had to solve a lot of... His, his plans didn't always work at the beginning. The switching didn't work. He didn't save the two bureaucrats. But at the end of the day, he did have the antidote. So that's good. He did. Okay, but, yeah. That's some, there's some points there. He must have gotten that from his satellite balloon floating above the taco barge. Yeah. The, the computer told him what to put in a gun to shoot in someone's arm. Yeah. <laughs> Arm gun juice. I think I'm gonna personally. I would give him probably like eight Russian dubbed laughing cats. 
Uh, oh, so good. I'm going to go a little bit lower okay. than that. If I'm trying to think of my object or whatever yeah. that I'm going to do, do you, unless you already have one. I've got my, one. I can go. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think he was pretty useful. Like, he, he made some stuff happen. He had some flubs. Uh, I think I'm going to give him 6.4 uh, sharks crashing through a uh, plate glass like again like high uh high psi you know resistant whatever uh it glass. was load bearing glass load bearing glass <laughs> uh, breaking through a wall and then somehow surviving by landing in the ocean out of 10. out of 10 <laughs> i was worried that you were about to steal mine because i thought of it right before you started saying yours and that i'm gonna give batman seven uh, rocket propelled swordfish <laughs> out of town. Ah, nice. <laughs> nice. Well done. Well yes. done, everyone. Uh, light. Oh, we changed we light changed. wraps to cool effects spelled K E W L F hyphen E C K S. So you're really going to tell me, you're going to tell me uh-huh. that you're going to spell cool with a K, but uh-huh. you're not going to use keen. <laughs> keen effects <laughs> we can do that special for this one episode because okay. you're here okay okay, okay. Keen, so were there effects it is keen effects in uh, this episode well there was we talked about the guy whizzing behind the back <laughs> <laughs> yes we did uh there's there's a lot of good effect uh there are a lot of good Gary, I like, there are a lot of keen effects this might have been the first i mentioned it earlier but this might have been the first um like 3D animation of a environment, like hand drawn frame by frame, the room, like the camera POV of the swordfish flying through the wall. Oh. And, and when it's headed toward G. Carl Francis, is like the background is moving in 3D space. No, I'm wrong about the that. The circle one. The circle one. The one with like the, the uh, camera um, turning and the, ca- and the Oh, yeah. Turning. Well, I guess that kind of counts, but I was also thinking of the blimp with Man Bad and Batman flying over the top. Oh yeah, uh, it was also a three D ish thing, in the greatest episode number mm. one on leather wings. What's your on leather wings opinion, Game right. Machine? <laughs> oh wow, this is really controversial. Um, I know for both of you, but I do like it. I think, I think it's a little overhyped okay. because it's the first it's episode. Little. Yes. Okay. So I think people have a, a fondness. I think there's a fondness for it because it's the beginning. And I, I recognize that and I appreciate that. And, but I think there are better plots. Okay. So, yeah. I'm good with That's that. That's my, I think I've argued, but I think that... it's worth the top 10. I think, I think it's worth being okay. in the top 10 from, mm. for me. Mm. Out of all 85 episodes of Batman or just what we've watched so far? Um, from what we've watched so far, to okay. make it fair for everyone okay. involved. <laughs> good answer, good answer, good answer. Well, yeah, I mean, I think I've argued several times in my reasoning for it being that high up is mostly art-related, so yeah, mm-hmm. I just like the atmosphere of that episode a lot. That's like, cool. I mean, this one also had really good art, but it felt more like a cartoon, but it was a Joker episode, I guess, so mm-hmm. whatever. And as much as I love a Joker episode, yeah. I do appreciate that they didn't start with the Joker for the first episode. Yes, I think that was yes. nice. Yeah. Although, with a different, did totally they? different thing. Did they? Was the first produced on Leather Wings? Oh, Joker what? was Christmas with the Joker is the second produced episode, but still. <laughs> Whoa, your right. ceiling's raining nuts. <laughs> that was a lot. You pick now during the Keen Machine guest special appearance. So episode. rude, squirrels. 
Anyway, do you have any keen effects thoughts on the art? of? I mean, I mentioned I liked all the shadow work. Mm -hmm. Um, I liked seeing Batman like in shadow and you just see like his eyes glowing like in the aquarium. I think that's cool. Um, I liked the the flashlight in the aquarium as well. I thought yeah, the light, you, you know, mentioned there, like those that was really a, mm-hmm. a different interpretation of a flashlight than pre like usually it's either like a lens flare at the end of the, was it the scarecrow one of the scarecrow episodes or Batman's flashlight had like six lens flares coming off the front of it <laughs> yeah. but no beam and no end to the flashlight it was just like a stick a very bright stick he's holding yeah. and then this one had uh, just a circle of glowing light at the end kind of the decapitated mm-hmm. beam yeah and it, so it had the, no yeah. beam but a, the end of the beam was on the, the wall and then other times there's a full beam <laughs> i think it depends on the animation studio but yeah. yeah but uh, yeah it was it was really effective it was really cool yeah i really liked it i thought i, I like i thought the disconnected look went well with like it being in the dark and especially with the turns and everything going well, on well yeah and like in real life it, it would do that yeah that's, yeah. that's <laughs> the thing. It's more true yeah. to life yeah. that way yeah hi rose well, and I it, I forgot to mention that that scene of Batman sneaking in, flashlighting around, and then finding the Joker with the shark was the, like, we're releasing the Blu-ray. We're going to use this scene as an example of a side-by-side split screen of the DVD version and the Blu-ray version to show you how much better it looks. And it does look noticeably better, but you can tell that they put, like, a blur filter on the DVD one to make it even more... Uh, <laughs> what noticeably bet like worse like come on you didn't have to do that i people that are gonna buy the blu-ray for the sake of the extra hdness of it are not gonna be like it's not that much better <laughs> like yeah. i'm just i was definitely gonna buy it anyway but <laughs> when when you mentioned the blur i was reminded that there's a, about a second oh yeah of of footage of the Joker's face, some it's like zooming in on his face, yeah, and it goes completely out of focus. Like the whole shot goes out of focus and comes back in about over about the span of a second. Yeah, and it's like oh, I assume I it, totally missed it. I guess it was weird because I've never, I don't think I've seen that at all during yeah. the show, and I I don't I don't suppose I, I understand how they transfer. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I think how they would do a zoom like that would still be frame by frame stop motion like a motion controlled camera, but they'd still be, it would, it would zoom in a little bit. They'd take another picture to zoom in a little bit to to get that effect. So they forgot to focus. Yeah. I think as they're zooming, it's going slightly out of focus, but they don't realize it until it's noticeable. And then they go whoops and correct it. And then it's fine. But there's the little blip of like blurt. It's okay. (laughs) So that's why I assume happened, but I'm not Dan Reba. I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> I'll never be Dan. I Reba. was there, but I forgot. Yeah, and I am Dan Reba. <laughs> <Right. 16. laughs> so we're all good to go. Nice books are hip hop. Books are hip hop. Oh, um, I gotta say, I think it's I think it's pretty pretty books for me. Oh, okay, I was yeah. I was leaning more yeah. hip hop personally. Uh, well. But that's just me. Everyone's entitled to their own book. <laughs> Library card. I don't know what I would. I don't know what I would choose. <laughs> you gotta t- be the tiebreaker. <laughs> you have no other choice. You're supposed to side with me, Brian. <laughs> yeah, well, you said you said hip hop, right? I did say hip hop. Yeah, definitely books. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm, okay. <laughs> nice. <sighs> yeah. Brian's. I, I've on. told Brian this. I don't know if I've told you this, James. I do try to work in. 
well, you know what they say. It's either books or hip hop into like as many conversations as I can. <laughs> just, to, just to get the trend going. Has anybody, has anybody questioned it? Has anybody picked it up yet? I haven't had a lot of success with the latter, but I, people have like reacted and been like, huh? And I'll be like, yeah, you know, like books or hip hop. Yeah, the age old like, adage. Yeah, I guess. And I'm like, yep, yep. So I'm, I'm, it's slow. It's dripping in, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll assimilate eventually. I really, I, I, I just hope, I hope more than probably anything right now, maybe. Uh, that I'm just like walking down the street someday and I hear someone says like, you'll I mean, be yeah, actually you 80 years old and, so you'll, <laughs> and someone will pass you by and be like, and you, they'll, they'll say something's either books or hip. Here was me. And I'm like, shut up, old man. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I invented books or hip hop. Yeah, yeah right, old codger. Get out of here. <laughs> That's actually where my my name uh, Keen comes from. We were going to ask is, if you wanted to share uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. So it started back when way back way back. Okay, I'm not going to age myself. Eighty that much, years but, um, ago, <laughs> when I was in uh, high school, and I just decided that the word Keen was underutilized, and the word Cool is not as Keen mm. as the word Keen. Mm. Oh. And because I think like facial expression wise, like cool, you end on like a like a down, whereas like the message is supposed to be something positive, whereas keen has like the bright vowel sounds. Yeah, that's the nerdy side. Wow. Of it. I, I got it. And um, and yeah, so like, you know, like say cheese, but like, you mm-hmm. know, same vowel. Like, um, so I liked that. And then I think keen has more like vernacular uses. Like it can mean sharp. It can mean positive. It can mean sharp metaphorically like it can be like that's a keen knife it can be like that's a keen outfit mm-hmm. or it can just be like oh that's really keen i like that so <laughs> and i just started using it and i tried to convince other people to use it and i don't think it worked that much but it did kind of become part of my brand and so <laughs> was that's the, where keen came from was the rhyming with machine just natural from that did or was that yeah because i only asked that because when i i was like oh i wonder if keen machine has twitter and there's like a thousand different variations of Keen Machine series yeah. of numbers. And I'm like, what? is this a thing? And then when I Google Keen Machine, what was the, the game? that? It, oh, Dota 2. Yeah, it was the only thing that came up. And I'm like, yeah, what is it then? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to come up with like a like a handle, yeah. basically. And Keen is too short, obviously. So I was like, well, it's got to rhyme because yeah. obviously. Well, you're, <laughs> and, you're part hard and then I just settled on, that's what I settled on. Yeah. You're part hard and, so it works out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I am more yeah. keen or more machine than keen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> First, Brian. Yes. Do you put this on your top 10? You got to take a look at your top 10. Your bottom, your number 10 is what? Perchance to dream. Mm. Do you consider this better? This is, this is getting tough. <laughs> yeah. Because for me, it's not like, it's not top five. It's probably not top six. I love Beware the Grey Ghost. Nothing to Fear was awesome. Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne. Like, that's where I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this could be better than Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne. This, could, you, this you, could. Do I want to kick off perchance to drink? I don't know. That's a, your prerogative. <laughs> Can I think on this for a minute? Yeah. What's, wanna, what's my? Let's space? see. My bottom. Uh, my number ten is I am the knight. <sighs> Again, tough. Mm, that's a good one. Well, I know. It's well, gonna, you're thinking. I'll yeah. go first. Um, yeah. It's going to go on my top ten. 
Um, oh, as my only one. Now, would I've would you like to pull once. a Dylan Pollock and make it your number eleven, or? Oh yeah, that's true. I could make it my number eleven, like Dylan. Okay. Um, you can do whatever you want. That's true. Any number. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, you're already on it. Well, for my personal bracket of one out of one, mm-hmm. it is my my number one. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Sick. Top of the list. Where's the clip? Yeah, it's doing an applause <laughs> sound that you can't hear. Oh, I'm putting. I accidentally wrote "Keen Machine" one. Keen Machine. No, this is actually called the Laughing Fish. In fact, <laughs> just a really long shot of the fish sign, and then Keen Machine oh. comes in, and then <laughs> hold on that for forever. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I honestly, I do really like this episode. I think it's really well written. I don't think it. I don't think it's gonna bump past "I Am the Night" for me. I'm sorry, Keen. I'm so, oh, I'm so that's sorry. That's all right. <laughs> But it got close for both of us, I think. I think we were both oh pretty God. pretty like questioning it. The Dramatically we, makes eye contact with Brian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really questioning it. <laughs> well what what is it? Perchance to dream or dreams in darkness is your bottom one? Uh perchance to dream. Do you remember is my the 10. difference between the two? It's dreamscape, actually. Oh sorry. Yes. <laughs> dreams yeah. of darkness isn't on my list. Oh, okay. Well, but can you still tell me what the difference is? No, per, no. For chance to dream. I mean, I don't remember. I don't remember dreams in darkness. Oh, dreams in darkness was the scarecrow. He's in a straight jacket. Batman's in a straight jacket, and he's stuck in Arkham, and he sees visions of his parents. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. that was a pretty good. But you bumped it off. But for chance yeah. to dream was the I'm stuck in a Mad Hatter scenario hallucination. Yeah, yeah. Where I've never been Batman. I don't. It's it's like. <laughs> It's like ten point two, I think. Yeah. Like it's so it's yeah. so close, but I don't yeah. I don't think I can. Wait, what did you change my name to, bitch? <laughs> when we were, <laughs> yeah, right now it's just Jamrick and bitch for the <laughs> for the. <laughs> I think I changed that when you and I were writing because you just says Jimmy Y at the top in oh, all red. Okay. When we, we were writing our, Google Docs, we had our Google Doc Can argument. you rotate the laptop back so I'm not chopped? Oh. I'm not two face. No, Takin. Oh, okay. <laughs> I only have half of it. Oh, there we go. Perfect. Whoops. Much better. Books. What are you doing? Knocking my lid clean off the bottle somehow. Was books your expletive? <laughs> ah, books. <laughs> I came up with that. I invented books as a swear word. And I see, I, I'm curious, so many people I keep hearing have this whole, oh yeah, it was on this like VHS collection mm. that I'd watch again and again and again. How how did you Keen? How did you come up with this VHS? Was this just always around, or was it like how, how was your? I don't have like a memory of getting them. I just like I don't remember. I think either my parents bought them or I was given them like as a gift, like when I was really young. I don't remember, but I had a couple of them because um, they used to have all these. And James yeah. probably knows exactly what I'm talking about. But they were VHS, and it was always like featuring one specific character. So they had like the Joker one, which was Christmas with the Joker and the Laughing Fish, and it'd always be two episodes. And I had like that one and the Robin mm-hmm. one um, and the Penguin and oh. the Riddler um, one, which had the one you've seen. If you're so smart, why aren't you rich? And then, thankfully, not um, what is <laughs> what reality? Is reality? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's a different one. <laughs> Um, much better but one, yeah, right? so they just had those. They had really cool artwork yeah. on the VHS mm-hmm. like sleeve. I think it's, I think I it's Ty Templeton that did that art. Is it? Yeah, that's I'm so cool. Sure. Okay, yeah, because I follow him on on Instagram yeah. and um, 
Or I think I do. If not, I should look that up. I think I do. Um, <laughs> covering my bases. I definitely do. Um, but yeah, like the artwork's really yeah. cool on those. And they were just like, I don't know. They They're, felt very sacred at the time. Right now, I, I watched them endlessly. I have nice. almost all of them. As a kid, I only had the Poison Ivy and Robin ones. And I would just loop those forever. Mm-hmm. Uh but now I have like a, I'm like, at this point, I think I'm only missing two of them. And so I'm just like, well, I have to, even though I'm never going to actually stick them in the VCR, yeah. I just want them for the collector's sake. The Robin, I don't even know how many they made. There, like, there's, I don't know all the ones they made. There's Robin, Poison Ivy, Riddler, Joker, Penguin, Fire and Ice, which is Mr. Freeze and someone we haven't gotten to yet. And oh. then there's two different Batman ones. One that's just called Batman and one that's called like like the dark Knight or something like that. And it's like a bright, vibrant red cover that barely looks like the rest of them. And it like, I think it was only released in Canada or something like that, where the, the, the rest of them are in those like normal cardboard VHS sleeves, but this one's in like a clamshell case. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. But otherwise it has all the same branding. It has that same picture of, Batman and Robin standing at the back computer looking at the information on the back of the case and stuff like that. So I don't know what why this one's so different, but uh, I have almost all of them. And, of course, most of them have been like, I'll, I'll have bought them brand new or barely used or something. But the Robin and Ivy ones that I had as a kid, the, <laughs> the cardboard's just flaking off and peeling and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So overused. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Okay, I never knew how many they made. I just knew the ones that I had yeah. as a kid, and I just they're treasures. Like, watch them, yeah, endless, endless amount of yeah. times. Do you so, still have them? I think I do. I think they're in storage. I'd have to go look because um, I haven't. Like, I never got rid of any of my like yeah. Batman stuff. Like, I was a big like like tenor like collector back in the day, and, yeah. <laughs> um, and all of that. So I had like a lot of those and I've kept them all. Um, so I'm sure they're there somewhere. I just have to go find them. We should have brought up all of that an hour ago, but I, I think the listener knows who you are. So <laughs> should have been like, who is this keen machine person? Why are they important to the podcast? We'll just do a super like just smooth, natural sounding cut. Yeah. Of this whole segment and just put it at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Be we will do that, huh, Brian? Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> we the Jamesoner. <laughs> Ooh. That's my Terminator name. The Jamesoner? No. Yeah. We're making that's something. Canon. That's what I would say, call myself in like third grade or something. The Jamesoner? No, or? I'm just saying if I was ever, that's what the time period it seems like. It sounds like you do that now. I call myself that all the time. Yeah. Up in here. Yeah. Up in, in the yeah, brain. The voice in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you go get him, Jamesoner. <laughs> okay, now everyone's going to do like, greetings, brother Broderick and Jamesoner. And they're like, oh, man. <laughs> that's yep. your next voice message. I've already predicted it. <laughs> it's a safe prediction. <laughs> are you going to, are you going to write, when this episode, lands or before it lands are you gonna write in or send a voice (laughs) message oh i think i have to yeah you should almost whatever you have you should think of an answer to the question now (laughs) yeah and answer it now and then when we record the mail segment later you could ask yourself in the future of this question to the past (laughs) this is some really thick timeline stuff oh wow okay No, I'm just saying it would be in the normal mail segment. And then after the mail segment, come up with an answer answer to Dylan Pollock's question of the week that you don't know what it is yet. (laughs) 
that could be fun too. Yeah. It's basically what you have me do at the end of every episode. I mean, my answer to Dylan Pollock's question is, I think I'd have to go with the brown leaf answer, but I'm also really fond of London. So that's my answer to, that's my answer to Dylan. I really hope that, yeah, Dylan won't be able to hear this before. No. Yeah. You're safe. You're good. Okay. I, I feel like we should just tell Dylan now to you know, come up with a question that'll fit that. Mm-hmm. Oh my What's God. your favorite But you food? wanted me to come up with an answer for a question that, that I asked? Ask, yeah. Oh, gosh. I, I, I very much appreciate that you think that I think this far ahead. <laughs> that I'm misorganized. Um, hmm. Okay. My answer will be... A moment of pause for dramatic effect. Definitely not stalling. Um, <laughs> you guys playing the Hey Arnold theme. But all right. Okay, good. good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I'm blanking. I'm totally blanking on a question. You, can, you can take some time. Because I yeah. guess it would be that you would be answering after the mail segment, which we haven't got That's to true. anyway. Okay. So. That's true. And okay. if you got time. At this time, we are going to go to the future, to future James and Brian. What? But not future Keen. Wait, what? yes, future Keen Machine. Yeah. And they're going to ask a question of themselves in the future that they're going to answer after the mail segment. And here's the future. So, Kimmy wrote us a new song, right? You're going to play it right now. Kimmy. <laughs> Kimmy did write us a new song. Did you hear it already? Kimmy is questioning one <laughs> line of the new song, oh, so she's okay. going to workshop it for another week, but I predict <laughs> that we will have it next week. Well, don't say that. Don't, never promise the people an exact time. You just say, soon. Next Wednesday. That's what I... No. <laughs> next Wednesday. It Everyone will matter. hear it two days before the podcast. It doesn't matter that I'm going out of state <laughs> for three days. No. She she will have it in one week. What are you doing out of state for three days or whatever? Camping. Oh yeah, it's gonna be like 106 degrees, <laughs> and I'm just gonna talk over the mail time yeah. theme song because it's not yeah. important. It's the last time the listeners are gonna hear it. Yeah. Uh huh. So I'm gonna talk over it. Get it, Jamie. Put it on. Here's the mail. It never. <laughs> I was trying to give a straight face. I can never do it. <laughs> Just staring at you. <laughs> Hit it, Jamie. Oh, you kids aren't ready for that. <laughs> Play the mail time. <laughs> Just uh, uh, Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future playing that exact recording. The <laughs> mail time and. Horton hears a who clip combined into a really like brain melting medley, and then the whole audience is dead silent. Oh, I guess you kids aren't ready for that, or I guess you're not <laughs> ready for that yet. But your kids will be. Your kids will love it. I don't what? know the fucking was that, line. Right? Was that was that the second one? That's the first one. Was that the first one? That's, I can't. Keep he them goes straight. back to that place in the second one and sees himself doing that. Oh yeah. So yeah. He, so it is the second one. It's. Both. It's the third one when he plays the Yoppy Mail theme song. <laughs> it's the third one when he's when he's like in the old west playing the Yoppy Mail song. We got some mail. Okay. Oh, cool. Give me some mail. 
These are emails. We don't have Keen with us for the mail section, as you haven't figured that out over the last two and a half minutes. But. Wait, you don't have Keen with you? You have Keen there with you in your house? Yeah, he's right. Oh, well, actually, he le- He was just there. Oh. He was in this chair, and now he's over, I don't know, he went somewhere I else. believe you, yeah. Yeah. I think I saw him. Oh, he's, he's, out, he's outside. He's on his phone for some reason. I can see him waving. Yeah, there's the yeah, window. Yeah. yeah, he's high. He's keeping it keen. I- He's so keen. It's so oh keen that he's sweating. It's so hot. It's always been so hot. Yes. Why is it so hot? Uh, global warming. Climate oh, yeah. change. I don't Scotty know. Cameron. By Scotty. a comment's been pretty funny. Uh, Brian says, Snake Eyes. Dylan and Maddie are released from the Brave Wayne sca- Brainwave Scanner. I'm dyslexic today. Riddler. You yappy dudes cheated again. You must have Googled G.I. Joe and saw that the most recent installment in the film franchise was a Snake Eyes spinoff. Yeah, that's the only that's the only explanation. Batman and Snake Eyes smash into the Riddler's hideout and take him out and deduce that Destro loaned Riddler the brainwave scanner he trapped Dylan and Maddie in. I like this uh, side lore that I'm never involved in. I just get to kind of witness it. This is, um, <laughs> it's kind of like, it reminds me of a Choose Your Own Adventure. Like the way it's like... <laughs> yeah. The way it's explained. If you, know, you say yappy foods, turn to page 47. <laughs> yeah, it's like Maddie is released. Or Maddie and Dylan are released. You no, all die. Like, the end. Try again. <laughs> hey, yappy dudes, what is reality? Boy, what an absurd episode. Don't worry, Jamie. I was lost during that car sequence, too. That was so all over the place. I did like the sequence where Riddler and Batman replicate themselves. Once Batman mm-hmm. is in virtual reality, the Acomness can be a benefit because the bad animation can be seen as glitches in the virtual reality, like it was <laughs> made by LJN or EA. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so, but that's, it's not a bad way to look at it. It's funny that Cobra was what Brian remembered from G.I. Joe because prior to seeing the G.I. Joe movies, uh, Cobra there was There were G.I. Joe th- movies? Yeah. Oh, God. I know. It's really? like saying... Uh, What's a good equivalent to this? Battleship. Uh, yeah, Battleship sure. Movie. Yeah, Battleship, the movie. <laughs> anyway. I don't, know, I don't know what you're trying uh, to say. The only thing I remembered was G.I. Joe Sigma 6, which I watched on Saturdays after The Batman. Uh, the films helped me remember the characters' names, led me to start reading G.I. Joe comics. That's cool. Oh, sweet. As for The Laughing Fish, I saw this on the Kids WB website back when they had full episodes of cartoons on their website. I'll definitely work on shortening the emails from here on out. In the meantime, stay yappy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, look at this, Brian. I got I'm a new look- cord that's not a cord with a dongle on the end of it. It's just a whole ass cord. A wow. Cord that's for a, your ass. That's, a, that's an ass cord. Great. I just plug it right in, and I haven't tried it yet, so we'll find out. This is oh boy. Con- Contemplations of the Week on the Laughing Fish from Tiptaprica. So excited for another guest episode, and with one of my favorite listeners, too. Aww. Here are some of my thoughts set at rapid speed to get them all in, so excuse any weird fumbles. Hello, James, Keen Machine, and Babis brother Broderickles, since you haven't been called something fun in a while. I have a lot of thoughts about this week's episode, so we're going to go pretty fast. Overall, The Laughing Fish felt very cinematic and was such an interesting and tight episode for the short runtime. It didn't feel too rushed or too drawn out, and just felt very tense and well-balanced the whole time. 
same. Mm. I liked when Batman hit the TV off and it was such a hard, interesting cut between scenes. The laughing gas was really disturbing in the way that it morphed people's faces, which is something that we'll see more of, but was really fun to see in this episode. Um, The music was very Justice League-like, which, Brian, I know you don't have a lot to compare to, but just know. Also, Mark Hamill had some amazing Joker laughs in this episode. Really well done. The blurred background and focus shifts were really interesting and made it feel like a real camera. There was also evil shark propaganda where, like, sharks are actually pretty nice, but they were evil in this. But Batman riding a shark was baller. Bullock's scared voice acting <laughs> when he was trapped beneath the glass was really good and realistic, so, like, kudos to him. And Batman's cape animation in the wind and the buffeting on Joker's suit in the end as he fell was so well done. Overall, keep wow. it yappy. Yeah, yeah, I think half that stuff they mentioned I noticed during the episode, and then we just, I failed to mention at all when we talked about it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's stuff like that that it's really cool to have this input from the listener as well, to, to yeah. just... <laughs> Like have that have that regard, and of course it's been a little while ago, so I don't remember the yeah. instances exactly. Um, at least a little while ago for the the this me, not the, yes. the me that was just before the fu- and, and will the be current again, future but, past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's so cool to, to to have people that like you know I didn't really think too too much about the music until like Jordan Blumen came in and was like yeah mm-hmm. this thing, and it's like now I find myself like really like paying attention to that as well. Um, and so it's cool. It's cool to be like, yeah, check check out the clothing and like what happens with the cape yeah. and like that's awesome. Yeah, so that whole ending that. fight with Joker and Batman, Joker's suit looks like perfectly like volumet voluminous, volumetric. What am I trying to say? Where there's like his shoulder pads are like the correct poofiness, like the whole fight. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but I know what I know okay. what they mean. I get it. Uh, this is from Keen Machines. Uh, I guess he just he was outside your window a second ago, went home, recorded this, sent it in. Is that about what he told you he was doing? I mean, could just be you're just sending it from there. I mean, oh yeah. You know. So if there's, I mean, he's probably looking at you while saying your Yappy podcasting will return after a word from this week's sponsor. They're punny and funny. They're heard but not seen. Ryan and Ian and James and Keen Machine. <laughs> Say, dear listener, are you wondering what you can take away from this week's special episode? I wonder what I can take away from this week's special episode. (laughs) Introducing the word keen. It's bright, it's fun, and it forms a natural smile on your face. Say it. Uh, I'm not really sure this is my... Wow, that's so keen. That's right, friends. See, Dylan sounds happier already. I hate this. <laughs> Will you remember to use keen on a regular basis from now on? Your vocabulary and your favorite guest hosts will thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh-uh-uh, not yet. You didn't think I would actually end my voice message without using my famous and frankly fabulous catchphrase, now did you? <laughs> but first, a question for all three of our co-hosts this week. Oh, would you yes. take home a joker fish from the sea aquarium and keep it as a pet? <laughs> oh. And now with that question to linger in the air, I say thank you again to both James and Brother Brick for having me on the podcast. It was a <laughs> wonderful time. If you'd like to hear more keen thoughts on this podcast, reach out to your local Yabby representative and let them know. <laughs> Until next time, keep it keen.
<laughs> the production value. Oh, oh my, god. my god. That was more amazing than anything we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dylan's guest appearance on the guest appearance mail time. Jesus Christ. Wow. Uh, well, to, to answer the question, like, yeah. is it a live Joker fish? I'd, I I'd assume take home, so. Yeah. I'd take home a live Joker fish, yeah. would you? There wasn't any hint that they were like contagious or anything in the episode, yeah, no. I don't think. So, yeah. Yeah, I think if uh, as someone with a joker fish, you'd just walk in their house and be like, oh, um, that's uh, that has teeth. Um, <laughs> the fish has teeth there. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, yeah, I got this from the sea aquarium in Batman the Animated Series. They'd know what you're talking about. They get it. I don't think they would run away screaming at all. No. Uh, this is... <laughs> <laughs> These are voice messages. Thank you, Keen. Uh, that was ridiculously good uh, voice message. You have to up the ante every time. You're stuck in the yappy male singing uh, curse that I am in, or now your voice messages have to be better <laughs> ten times. Yeah, that each time more time. extravagant. You know, it's funnily, uh, funnily enough, this is from Dylan Pollock: a fish in every pot and a Batmobile in every cave. It's time for the thoughts of the week from Dylan Pollock on the laughing fish or the one where penguin eats poison ivy because even though heroes don't do that, penguins do. (laughs) Hey there, James and Brother Bay and Keen Machine. I can't say I'm not jealous, but I'll get over it. I should have trademarked being the third host the way Joker trademarks those fish. Not a threat, just a fact. Okay. So, Batman is such a messy bitch in this episode who's living for drama because Bullock's like, nobody's getting in here. And... Batman goes, oh, yeah, Bullock, watch this reveal. And he just strips down to his bat costume. Great moment. (laughs) Also, I have some ideas for other things Joker could have said. You have until midnight, Francis. Then you'll be trout of luck. Face (laughs) it, Francis, you're salmon over your head. Francis, (laughs) the caper crusader won't save you this time. And now I got to be quick. The question of the week, James's favorite part, (laughs) would Aquaman have been affected by the fish toxin? And if not, (gasps) who solves this quicker? Obviously, they both would be quicker than Batman. Aquaman or Superman? <laughs> oh. uh, I guess he would ask the fish, like, hey, what the fuck's going on with your face? <laughs> and they'd be like, ha, 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 And then he'd go, oh, shit, I think I know who's behind this. <laughs> I think I think Aquaman would be affected. So he'd be like, hey, fish. And he'd get some massive dentures. And then Superman would be like, hey, Aquaman, never mind. And then he'd go solve it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, why would uh, I don't? Batman would be why? Hey, Aquaman, why are you in the polluted Gotham River or whatever? Why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> it seems a little off course of your normal destination. Oh, where's he normally? We uh, go to the Watchtower database, not Brian, and watch our <laughs> Vanishing Point episode on where is Atlantis? Where Atlantis is located? Then you'll know. Does where Aquaman usually? Actually, it's not that far from Gotham City. Probably, I don't know. No, sweet. Oh, yeah. This is from Scarface Nate. Hey, hello, James and Brick. Hello again. It looks like we finally reached the end of Acom. So let's put our constantly disappearing out of frame hats, put them into <laughs> our weirdly shaped heads, and ride our Joker nostalgia into the sunset. And move on to one of my favorite Joker episodes, The Laughing Fish. It has a lot of hilarious moments, both ironically and unironically. This is the episode with the weird Russian cat dub. I don't care if it's real or not, looks hilarious to me. Also, what's with that swordfish shot? It looks so weird, like it's slow-mo, but it's fast. I have no idea what they were going for. <laughs> to answer the question, 
the game I played the most besides the Diablo games with my father when I was little is Far Cry Primal, yes. the Lego Jurassic World game, and any of the COD games. Because <laughs> I played those a lot with my Xbox when I was younger. So yeah, I'm a questionable gamer. Any other knowledge would have to be from bigger YouTubers playing the games. So, yeah. Stay yappy. I will. Thank you. <laughs> Sweet. I can stay yappy. I can always yap. If given the up in a y- the y- opportunity, yap till you drop. Yeah, opportunity. Jordan Bloom and GCN Musical Minute. It's Gotham City News with Jack Ryder. My voice still doesn't sound quite right post COVID, but don't worry, I'm in speech therapy. <laughs> Tonight's top story: The Joker poisons the fish of Gotham to look like him, but it's not dangerous to us. It's just gross. And this yeah. is worse than the time that he poisoned all of the cosmetics to make. News anchors like me look terrible. <laughs> also, there's now a shark loose in Gotham Harbor, so I guess look out for that <laughs> on top of everything else going on. Aquaman will stop it. In terms of the music, the only thing I really noticed uh, in particular was some John Williams-y Jaws-isms mm-hmm. in the music during the yeah. obvious shark scenes. Um, just I noticed that too. Two notes alternating back and forth. Felt very Jaws-like to me, some of the expressive uh, flute motifs and such. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Brian, what are you doing? Watering that plant. Is that a euphemism? You were so excited by the musical minute, you had to water <laughs> your plant. <laughs> I was contemplating. I was contemplating the Jaws theme song, and I saw a dry plant, and I said, whoops. Comments on the last episode. What is reality or by a comment's been pretty funny. Uh, Super Luigi 64, baby and JJ, it sounds to me like you're desperately overdue to rewatch Batman Forever. Honestly, my favorite of the live-action Bat films, to be re-exposed to the greatness of Jim Carrey's Riddler. There's actually a few parallels between the BTS and Forever Riddlers that I won't spoil here. Love the twist of having him be obsessed with Bruce instead of Batman. Also, rest in peace, David Warner. Yes, so the guy that voices Rachel Ghoul died like three days ago. Oh, shoot. Uh, we just got introduced to him a couple episodes ago, and he's dead. Well, I guess we don't have, get any more racial ghoul. You just, we just have to skip those episodes now. <laughs> means yeah. We also have to skip every episode with Mr. Freeze and Commissioner Gordon and Alfred and anyone else that's dead. Wow, so this is going to get a lot quicker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this might be a good idea. Uh, <laughs> Jump, uh, hop off the, the bry wagon or whatever is going to come up really quick. Yeah, yeah, you better get prepped. Uh, you, nope. have, you have two podcasts to get ready for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Including the one that you're supposed to start about your second place oh. stuff. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? <laughs> uh, Banana Man says, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, Scarlo, we won. Sup, Bay and Jay. July 30th will be the one-year anniversary of Yappy Dudes. Oh, that's in three days from now, one day from podcast time. Will be. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just wanted to say thank you for such a Yappy year. Oh, my You're gosh. Welcome. Thanks for like checking in on that. That's crazy. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're going to have to pop some champagne, Jamie. That's a interesting. Well, no, we're probably supposed to pop the champagne when the air date and production order uh, numbers line up. We're going to have to pop some apple juice. Brian Ford, James, I feel you, I feel you about trombone playing. I like to consider myself a pretty darn good tromboner. <laughs> Hell, it got me through college, and I'm just starting a high school band director job. Oh, nice. cool! 
but I can't solo to save my life. I can play things from memory. So if you want Chameleon by Herbie Hancock or Hey, Hey, baby, I got you. But I'm so bad at playing off the top of my head. Yeah, Brian, that's the same. Brian, Brian Ford? Is that, did I yes. get that right? Yes. The first Spelled name. correctly also, B-R-I-A-N. Oh. Yeah. Thank God. Um, Brian, <laughs> I'd like to, I mean, if you want to like learn a thing and solo it, it'd be really cool to hear Giant Steps by John Coltrane on the trombone. <laughs> Are you that asking happen? him, not me, who you know and plays trombone? <laughs> uh, there's a reason for that. Because uh, you know I'll say no. <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> Cole Papadakis, just you wait, Brian. It might take mm. a while to get to the next Riddler, but the next Riddler episode is great. The virtual world in this episode reminds me of the one the Dean went to in community or the 3d world from the Simpson Treehouse of horror episode. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> the 3d Homer. They should have made everyone like I, a really terrible early nineties CGI. <laughs> yeah. Also like props for community references. Cause mm-hmm. that show is just insanely good. Goose say this in your worst evil German doctor impression. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, Yappy Brian and Dude James. I Yo. finally caught up. Only took a whole month, but I've done it. And I've got to say, it's invigorating. <laughs> this is somehow British-Irish, but keep I going. I feel as I've stared into the sun, and I haven't been blinded. Like I've jumped headfirst into a frozen lake and forced the ice to boil. Like I've bitten off the head of a lion. I have achieved the impossible. I am a god. I rate this podcast six computer lobotomies <laughs> out of ten solely for the unique and creative visuals, even if they didn't look that great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, don't make you have to make me say stuff all the time. Because uh, uh, you're on a podcast. I guess so. Yeah. That's my, just, that's this my is guess. what happens. KM, don't worry, James. I'm sure this podcast eventually will stop being a Bash the Animated Series podcast and become a Bash Superman the Animated Series and Batman Beyond and Justice League and Static Shock and Justice League Unlimited podcast. But I'm sure of one thing. It will never be a Bash the Zeta Project podcast. Uh, <laughs> All jokes what? aside. Wait, what's the Zeta Project? Oh, I don't know, actually. All jokes Shoot. aside, I'm currently watching season one of Justice League. as some really great plot device slash that's not how that works moments. Uh, if it's like that all the way, then I'm sure the podcast will be Bash Justice League podcast at some point. <laughs> La- <laughs> Laughing Fish is probably my favorite Joker episode. Joker has some really funny moments, funny jokes here and there. Uh, but when he wants to be, he is really scary. Most Joker iterations focus too much on the one side, but this episode balances both perfectly. I think he kills people for the first time on this show. Joker gas visuals of this episode are pretty disturbing, and I notice Joker seemingly dies every other episode to come back without any explanation. What? Oh, like dies in, like, air quotes. Yeah, Yeah, when he drops into the shark or whatever. Yeah. I love the idea of fishes aren't being poisonous, Joker's plan isn't mass murder or something like that. He just wants to trademark his fishes. <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time Batman fought a shark outside of comics, I'd have four nickels. <laughs> uh, MJ like Barrett is becoming Sna- a trope in our yeah. Amongst our listeners, <laughs> well, it's funny that it's happened more. Than- Snaps for that delivery driver, says MJ Barrett, uh, the the person who delivered the giant game. Uh, they were probably having yeah. a bad day, and when not looking too close, I did enjoy the visuals of the virtual reality part <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> if you're squinting, Fair. if you're not actually paying attention. <laughs> uh, Serum Lake, 
I have one of the original production drawings from this episode, the, from the scene awesome. where the Riddler explains that Commissioner Gordon will feel a lot of pain from the sudden stop in VR. It has some notes written on it asking the animators to make sure you can see Gordon's skin rippling and his hair waving from the force of the motion. They must have been so disappointed when they got the animation back. Oh. <laughs> Holy hell. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, Acom. They said as they fired Acom. Um, all that does remind me, though, uh, Serum Lake is uh, one of our um, patrons as Yay. well. They sent, they sent, uh, they uh, tagged us in a Twitter a tweet, as the kids say. Uh, it's this, it's a passage from uh, this book, "The Art and Making of the Animated Series of X Men: The Animated Series." Ooh. Um, says, I'm reading a book about the making of X-Men the Animated Series. I felt compelled to share this segment with you. Oh, ACOM. And it's so here's the here's the segment from the book. Finally, after those four grueling attempts at re-recording the pilot script over two days, the right tone was achieved. The new cast and their new attitude sounded great. The first storyboard was finished, and it looked spectacular. Over the next three months, eight of the 13 scripts were finalized. Six voice tracks were recorded and half the storyboards were drawn. The relentless pace of an episode a week schedule was straining but holding. Finally, in late July, more than five months after X-Men the Animated Series started, just after the last script had been turned in, the first animated footage came back from ACOM, the animation production house in South Korea. With the tight scripts, masterful storyboards, and heartfelt recordings, expectations were high. But the animated footage was awful. It felt like five months' hard work had been for nothing. Margaret Loesch and Fox wouldn't accept it. The animation studio had to fix their work or the series wouldn't air. The animation oh. studio swore they needed more time and money. This was by far the most demanding series they'd ever been asked to do. And so Margaret, at a great price, got the Fox Network to take the huge risk of putting off the series premiere for four months, from September Whoa. 1992 to January 1993, to give the animators time to get things right. And Marvel Comics, to their everlasting credit, stepped up with some of the needed extra cash, contributing their license fee to help pay to get the footage redone when no one else would <laughs> so x-men dealing with the same plights as batman i didn't realize this, that, that x-men also was animated by acom i guess so yeah we're gonna have to find those maybe that's like a bonus episode you need to find those episodes and watch them <laughs> find the yeah if they even exist if the devastating return of acom <laughs> batman beyond return of acom Batgirl, fangirl, I, I love the Laughing Fish, my favorite Joker episode. It's so clever, dark and twisted. Can't wait to hear Brian's reaction to it being good or bad. I would and Keen Machine. I would presume <laughs> that Batman had a disguise of bureaucrat Thomas Jackson, all ready to go, hanging in the Batcave, just in case of this eventuality. <laughs> Although it was a oh, cool God. bit and well animated, why did Batman open the hood of the Batmobile as it was racing forward towards the aquarium, stand up, and grapple to the rooftop? He could have just pulled up and done the same thing. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> I can't wait for Batman's usefulness. He didn't save either bureaucrat from getting Jokerized, screwed up saving Bullock, and let the Joker get away. I suppose he saved the cat. <laughs> I love how the episode was referenced in other Batman media, such as Three Jokers and Arkham City. Brilliant episode, guys. Five stars and five giant binary gas-spewing rocket-powered swordfishes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Thank you. Uh, Lenola Cola, call Hall Q Hallelujah for the last ACOM episode. 
When oh, yes. T209, well, everyone, this is it. This is the final ACOM episode. It's been a pretty yappy time, my dudes. ACOM shitty animation will truly be missed. I'll also make sure to stay tuned for The Laughing Fish, a.k.a. BTAS exposes everything wrong with copyright law. <laughs> and finally, of course, we have Mark Aquino. It's Friday, and you know what that means. Give me an F, give me an I, give me an R, give me an S, give me a T. What's that spell? I... Oh, sorry, let me repeat it. Yeah. Uh, give me... Uh, it's F... And then I R S T fierce 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 of clay. Yes, I told you it's getting tougher to think of clever ways to say first. <laughs> oh, first. Okay. okay. Oh, first. Oh, well. Give my love to brother Brian Brick Broderick Bragadocio. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the mail. Thank you for the mail. Oh everybody. my gosh, that was great. I liked it. Yeah, me yeah. too. Nice. All right. <laughs> Let me just redo the. Wow. The future is over. The future was so wow. bright and shiny. That was so cool. And things were definitely better than they are now, right? That seems to be how the the future is going. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> At least we in the past can just hope. <laughs> and now this is the end of the episode. And Keen Machine's answer to his own question was, "Yes, I certainly would." Okay. <laughs> good, good, good. Wow, that was slick. Can we get some final thoughts from Keen? Final thoughts from Keen. Oh, final thoughts from Keen. On the episode, um, on this experience, on life as a whole. I had a wonderful time. Thank you for having me. Thanks um, for being here. Yeah. Yeah, it was so much fun. Um to see you guys like live. And actually like see Dude, you. Like, and, <laughs> There are people behind these voices. Um, so, yeah, so this was really fun. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you, dear listener, as always. And, of course, keep it keen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend that that sound happened. It didn't really. But, uh, we can all imagine. I'll just edit it in later, right, Brian? I'll just edit stuff We'll in. just edit it. It's fine. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll mm-hmm. do. If you want to reach out to us like the fire hand at the end of the cat in the club part two, you can email us at what is it, Keen? What's the email address? You do it. Podcast at watchtowerdatabase.com. There you go. Or I, I literally don't have that memorized. I had a I had to question it. I was like, wait, yeah. what do I click? What do I, I type send... it? I just type P and it knows. <laughs> Too uh, true. Or anchor.fm slash batwagon. Please subscribe to the Pod Tower YouTube channel. This is where all the episodes come out every Friday and also your favorite podcast feed, whatever that happens to be. I'm the, changing. You're you're not it's not Stitcher? Well, my f- I since I got a new phone, I've only switched oh. over like half the apps, and half the reason I swear for getting a new. Meh, but what is your what kind of, of new phone is your phone? I mean, it's still an Android because okay. I hate you. Yeah, I get it. But uh, my old phone <laughs> just literally yourself. couldn't play Spotify. Oh, and so you know, it's just it was it was time, and now I'm just like, well, I'm on Spotify all the time listening to music. I might as well like track down all my favorite podcasts on Spotify. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Stitcher. <laughs> I did all the trouble of getting it on Stitcher for you, and now you won't even listen. To I think me. Kimmy listens on Stitcher still. Who cares about Kimmy? I, I care, Kimmy. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, and the next episode. Oh yes, is called Harley and Ivy. What do you think it's about? 
<laughs> so the thing that Elora spoiled last <laughs> yeah, night, yeah, is that what it's about? Mm, not precisely, but okay. what, what you say it? What what do you think? Uh, well, I mean, I, I just guessed that it's uh, Batman's origin story. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like the relationship between. Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn. Yeah. Have they been in the same room together so far on the show? Were they? Yeah, they were in. Um, they were both uh, in Almost Got Him, but they were not. They did not share the screen. They weren't at the table together. No, Harley Quinn wasn't at the table. She was just at the Catwoman fancy foods whatever place, waiting for Batman to come in and rescue Catwoman. Oh my God. Wow, have they have they they haven't been in the same room, mm -mm. but they've been on the same episode. Mm -hmm. That's some bullock. That's some. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you for being here, Keen Machine. Whatever your real name is, we'll never know. <laughs> Absolutely, it was a pleasure. Yeah, it was both. a lot of fun. It's it is fun to have listeners and and you know a Dylan Pollock sock puppet account such as yourself coming on the show <laughs> uh, is always yes. grand. And uh, and I, I do look forward to. I, I was very happy to see that the Brian and me in person session was going to include your requested episode. Yeah. So I and I didn't tell Brian till last night. We had been talking for a day or two about this already, and then I told Brian like, "Oh, by the way, Keen Machine's coming on tomorrow." I was like, "What? Yes." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Cool. Well, hopefully we'll have here. you on Dylan back. All these people that you know, classic listeners, uh, joining back again for for more. What? What? What does that mean? What are you laughing at me? Don't laugh at me. Oh, sorry. Whoops. All right. Love you, Jimmy. I love me too, <laughs> and I love Keen Machine. Thank you for being yeah, here. Thanks again. <laughs> I don't and know if we're gonna actually hang up on you or just stop recording. We'll just. But we'll, we'll just. Oh, that's for. The special guest to know and the listener, the listener to only never to know. Only know if out. they're on the show. So thank you, listener, for listening. We appreciate you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, nut ceiling. <laughs> oh, my poor, poor pudding. Come on, he was a demented, abusive, psychotic maniac. Yeah. I'm really good at missing. <laughs> Do you think he's gone for good? Believe me, Jim. I wish it were true. But deep inside, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs>